Changing perspectives. Good day, everyone. This is Pastor Cindy Jacobs, and welcome to another edition of Changing Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something called, or rather, my title is God does not do things to us, but God does things for us. What do I mean by this? Let me ask you a couple of questions. How many times have you said, God, why did you do this to me? God, I feel like you disappointed me. God, you did this to me. God, I feel alone. It's like you don't even answer me. I don't understand why the situation ended up the way it did. Why, God, why? If, if you are like me that have asked, that has asked those questions before, why, God, why? Why does this always have to happen? Why did you allow this thing to happen? You see, ladies and gentlemen, we have an understanding of ourselves or we treat things as if we have nothing to do with what's happening in our lives. We go on as if God is always wanting to do things to us and never think about the fact that God wants things for us. The reason why I say that is because we often find ourselves in a victim mentality. We often find ourselves in a place where we become so, so sad because everything is happening to us. And I must admit to you that it's not that I'm unfamiliar with these things. It's not like I have never known these things. It's not like I've never questioned God. It's not like I've never been disappointed by God. I have many times, many times I have questioned God and I've said to him, why are you doing this to me? Am I not your daughter? Do I not deserve to have certain things within my life? I feel like you're always taking and taking and taking from me. But you know, the solution never came with me understanding immediately. Because if we don't take time to understand God, we're always going to be in the realm of God did something to us. God is very different from man. God's understanding of us and his love towards us is so, so different from people. He is not vengeful. The main thing that comes out of God is love. And it is difficult for me to, to think that love is venge, vengeful or love wants to hurt you or love wants to take from you. It's very important that we understand the things that happens within our lives are not always things that happens to us. And so here's the thing. Have you ever asked yourself the question, how many times... Have I allowed God into situations? How many times have I asked God's permission? Because that is relationship. That is building and walking with God. So many times we get excited about things in our lives. But we don't understand that not everything 
that we are excited about, God is excited about for us. And let me, let me elaborate on that so you, don't under, so you don't misunderstand me. Just because you are excited about something does not mean it is the plan and the will of God. So you may get excited about something in your life. Then it means, and, and if God is not in agreement or you never involve God in the situation, and when the thing falls apart, don't say that God did this to me because God was never involved. When you agree to something and you are okay with something, then the very thing that's going to happen to you is that you are going to have to sustain it. But whatever God allows in our lives that we accept or what God wants in our lives and we obey and accept it, those are the things that God will maintain. You know, I, I, I think that I did share the story before, but I'm going to share it again. I remember when when my dad was diagnosed with cancer. And I think that I remember how I fought with God. I remember how angry I was with God. Every time we would come from the doctors and the doctors would say, there's no hope. Or the doctors would say to us that um, this is the last we must make him comfortable. And my understanding or my thought patterns on this whole thing was that but God we all got saved my father got saved he knows you I know you my mother knows you my brothers know my whole family got saved we dedicated our lives to you oh God can you not see that and I was adamant with this thing I was like we gave to you so you should just listen to 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 what I'm saying and what my requests are you see, when, when, when we do things for God, we become so demanding and we actually keep God to ransom because I did, you must do. But forgetting that getting saved is actually, or knowing God is something that should be a norm within our lives because that is how we are created to be. So I, was, I, actually, I actually held God at ransom. Because I got saved and because we are all serving you now as if I'm doing him a favor. I'm doing God a favor because I'm serving him. And because I'm serving him, he must listen to everything that I say. And I know that we, we, we on that boat of God will give us the desires of our hearts, but we don't look further on that says he will give us the desires of our heart according to the world and the plans of God. God doesn't just give you the desires of your heart. He gives you the things that is in his plan. And so sometimes when we receive a no, we take it so hard and we feel rejected. And it's like, how can you do this to me? And I was one of those people. I was so mad at God. I was like, what are you doing to me? You are taking my father away from me. I know that you can heal. Why don't you heal him? There's many other people that you heal. I've watched all the videos. I've, I've seen the healing ministries. I've seen how people get healed from cancer. How dare you do this to me? I was mad with God. And I remember looking at my mom called us in and she said, because we were all still in the house, we were quite young. 
And um, my mom said to us um, that, you know, I want to prepare your, you guys that your father's probably not going to make it. And I remember that night how I was screaming. And I think that my mom and my brothers looked at me as, have you gone mad? I was so mad. I said, God will just have to heal him because he can. So because he can, he just must as if I was God's God. That's how I started speaking. I was so mad. And only in later years, my father passed on. Only in later years, I, you know, I started repenting. And I went to a, to a, through a thing where I started realizing, but I am being ridiculous. It's almost like I came to myself. I didn't get the answers immediately as to why my father was not one of the people who were healed. I didn't. I didn't want to accept anybody giving me explanations because I was mad and God did this to me. And I remember years later, when I started engaging with God, I came to this realization. I came to a very, very, very deep realization that there's this thing called sowing and reaping. And whether you are Christian or not, everybody goes through it. You see, my dad... He got to know God at the end and I, and I praise and I bless God for that. That he gave him a chance and he, could, and he could rededicate his life to God. And he could become a son of God once again. But before that, my father lived a life of smoking. He lived a life where, where he didn't take care of his body. And he was smoking these strong cigarettes and stuff like that. Was God in him? Was God in the matter when he decided to smoke? Of course God was not in the matter. Did he decide to consult God on his actions? Of course he didn't. You see, what we don't understand, ladies and gentlemen, is that we make our own decisions. And then when trouble hits, then we, then we decide or we expect God to take us out of the situation. Because I serve you, you must take me out, Lord. Forgetting that even, if some, even when we do serve God, we, there are moments when we don't consult God. So the very things that we don't consult God in and the things that we allow in our lives without permission are the things that we are going to have to deal with. We are going to have to deal with the consequences. And here's the thing, it's not that God doesn't want to heal people. It's not that God, but I'm talking about the attitude that I had. I had an attitude of um, keeping a ransom against God, being demanding against God and being angry with God. I had, an, I had the attitude of, but you must, Lord, you must, you must, forgetting that there are consequences to our actions. You see, there are people out there that will say, why does God um, give me cancer? Why does God let this thing happen to me? What are our actions and our lifestyles towards these things? We should not be demanding things from God if we did not um, 
bring him into situations. Coming back to, to myself at that time, um, before my father got diagnosed, I did not know God. It was because my dad got sick that I became saved. So he was not in our lives. He, he, he wasn't permitted to be part of our lives. And I, only, and I got saved because of this drastic thing that happened. It was the best thing that I ever did in my life. It has changed my life tremendously. It has made me a new person and a, and a different person. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, God was not in it in the beginning. And there are consequences for the decisions that we make. And so we get angry and we say, but God did this to me. Many times God keeps things out of our lives when we serve him and then we feel that God is doing things to us. But here's the thing. He knows the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. He's omnipotent, he's omniscient and he's omnipresent. And there's nothing in God that is, that is, that is wrong. There's nothing in God that is imperfect. He knows everything divinely and perfectly. And so I want to encourage you after sharing that story about my life is that there are things in, in your life that we can't say God did it to, to us. We did it to ourselves. How we know we did things to ourselves is did we allow him in when we made the decision? Did we ask for permission when we made the decision? Was God even a thought when we made the decision? So we sit with all these things and we question God. And I even want to say, how dare I question God? I'm embarrassed to say that I questioned God. Such immature behavior that I had when I was young, thinking that God must just fall at his knees and hearken my every request. And God does. He does do things for us. But can we also gain perspective and not say that he does things to us? Because often the moments where we feel that God did this to us is when we have made decisions on our own when we have done things in our own strength and we erased God completely from it. If God can say to us, for I know the plans I have towards you, plans to prosper you, to give you an expectant end, it means that he has plans of prosperity towards us. He never wants us to fail. He doesn't want us to get sick. He doesn't want us to be in a place of, of struggle. He doesn't want our hearts to ache. But sometimes our human voice, our human voice is so much stronger than God's voice. And we convince ourselves that this is the voice of God because we really want this thing to happen in our lives. And when things happen, God did this to me. 
I want to set your heart at peace today. God loves you. God wants to enable you. He wants to bring you to a place of success. He wants to show you his beauty and his love like never before. But he cannot do that if you don't allow him in. Only then can God do things for you. And we can stop and then we will stop saying that God did things to us. I really hope that the session has blessed you. And it is my prayer that God, you will take every person listening to the sound of my voice. Give us perspective, my Lord. Give us understanding. Father, because I know that you are not a vengeful God. I know, Father, that you don't want to hurt your people. But today I ask in Jesus' name, open the eyes of our understanding so that we may hear what you say, feel what you say, and understand what you say to us. Father, give us a different heart so that our relationship may become stronger. In Jesus' name, amen. Once again, I would like to thank you for joining me for this edition of Changing Perspectives. May God bless you and may you find a different aspect of God where God does things for you. Have a beautiful day. Until we meet again, God bless and take care.
I don't know nobody else.